Allison here to introduce this week's episode of We Read It One Night, the podcast where two sisters say they're celebrating Pride Month with romance novels and then accidentally extend it into July, which is totally the bisexual agenda, to be honest. This week, we're talking about Red, White, and Royal Blue by Casey McQuiston, which is so nice that we had to do it twice. Just kidding. This book is super sweet, but we're just two long-winded gals who love talking about this book and extended it into two parts. And that's why you love us, right? Right? While you're pondering that, leave us a rating and review, connect with us on socials, and enjoy the show. Oh my gosh, I miss the dogs so much. They're so cute. Even though they bit you? Yeah, and I times. still have a – no, only, it only happened once. I still have the scar to remember them by. It still throbs. You, no, you texted me a picture. You were like, dog bite again. No, like this is what it looked like the next day because you didn't oh. believe me that it was bleeding because it looked better. Oh. It, it was bleeding a lot and then it like looked better and now it's scabbing over. But it's still like an indent in my finger. Like, Rachel was dog sitting two small dogs. One of them was blind and could definitely see the future and the other one kept ripping apart her toys. Yeah. Even toys that were supposed to be like rip proof. Yeah. And then she finally succeeded with the rip proof one. And But I still let her keep playing with it because she didn't seem to show any indication of like wanting to eat it. But then later I found like the entire innards, including the squeaker, like in the corner. <laughs> she just like – but then the blind one decided to play with that and she immediately started trying to eat the stuff and like had it in her mouth and was swallowing it. So I tried to like grab her mouth to get it out and then she bit me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they're so cute. Oh, they're yeah, so and yet Rachel said she bit me. She drew blood, and yet <laughs> I've been sleep deprived for over a week because of them. She also had such bad allergies that, she, and she she took a pill, but it obviously wasn't enough. But she would wake up in the middle of the night and just start scratching, like thumping the entire bed, like keeping me up. <laughs> but, <laughs> and I couldn't not have them on the bed because originally I had them sleeping outside, but then I made the mistake of like letting them come in one night. And they kept me up. And then the next night I tried to put them out. And the one spent the entire night until like 4 a.m. scratching at the door. And finally I brought her. Like I kept waking up periodically and hearing scratching. It's like, <laughs> all right, they have to come in. Even though they like. <laughs> even the farty one. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. She was. I've never. No animal, including a human, has ever released farts that noxious. <laughs> like I didn't even realize they were farts at first because it was like such an insane smell. Like it didn't. I don't even know how to describe it. It was just bad. Maybe- Maybe that was the reason we were so giggly during part one was because you were like high the whole time. Oh my God, it was so gross. She was sitting on Rachel's lap the whole time. Every time she pooped, it smelled horrible too, but it was like a different kind of horrible. Like it smelled like poop horrible versus the farts. I was like, I literally do not know what this smell is like. Oh, they smell so previously cute. undiscovered by man. Yeah. You keep you just list all these like horrible things, <laughs> like horrible experiences with them, and then you like are like, oh, but they were so cute. <laughs> no, I miss them. Yeah. Babies. Little, little... <laughs> so oh cute God. and baby. <laughs> Speaking of baby, that is a nickname that Alex has for Henry throughout this book, which is red, white, and royal blue. By Casey McQuiston, part two, part dose, Woo-hoo. which we are recording on Pride Day. Really? On the day, yeah, this is the day that the Supreme Court case happened. Oh, really? On Stefan's birthday? Yes, I remember that. That's why I remember the date every year because it's the same wow. day, Stefan's birthday. <laughs> and um, 
you know, maybe not going to be the day for long, but we'll see. (laughs) Because I said last time that it was painful reading this book because of all the shit. And then like the next day, (laughs) Roe v. Wade got overturned. And I was like, the universe is just slapping me in the face now. (laughs) Just looking, Rachel's like looking off into the middle distance, just like contemplating. How to get the dogs back. No. <laughs> okay. Where would we end? The secret midnight rendezvous in Alex's room where they make out and then they agree to be boyfriends. Oh, yeah, because we already found out that Henry laughs when he comes. <laughs> <laughs> and the vanilla buttercream. Mm. Oh, because they're having birthday. They're like having it's, – it's their they're celebrating their birthdays. The next note I have is – when they had their secret rendezvous at a charity polo match in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say like pretty much the next like 30% of the book is like them just having secret rendezvous at various global charity events. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's always, it's like we're raising money for endangered elephants. We're raising money for orphans. We're raising like <laughs> come to Berlin. Yeah. It's all. And, and then like at the end, I mean, not to like, you know, spoil anything, but like there is going to be a reckoning as far as like which money exactly um, Alex has been spending to see Henry. And like somehow he hasn't like, you know, misused any got like taxpayer public money. Well, like it's all been charity. It's just really impressive. Right. Like, no, just, they've like, been specifically doing it like, hey, I have this event. Do you want to arrange to show up there yeah. as well? Which still seems like it should be vaguely like he wasn't going to go otherwise. You know what I mean? Like. I don't know. It sure. still seems vaguely sketchy. It's I mean, impressive, it's really, though. But, like, true love and a good cause, you know? Like, yeah. What's a little? What's a little charity event without a little fucking? <laughs> like the, you know, the the cause gets some good things, and you get some good things. This is a trade off. What does the cause get? I guess they get more publicity. The cause yeah. gets money and publicity, and you get an orgasm. Uh. Seems fair to me. <laughs> but yeah, they go to this secret charity polo match in Connecticut, and I just, yeah, I just want to state that, like, we already, like. We've already seen Henry play polo, but like, yeah, polo is like a dumb rich people sport. But like, I do appreciate the tight clothes, and so does Alex. And he also discovers that kink is his competence here because Henry's really good at polo. Competence is his kink here. Yeah, I was thinking about that before, like, because Henry, no, wait, Alex expects Henry to be all sweaty after playing polo, and like, is polo one of those sports? Like, I feel like polo is more like golf in that, like, it's not actually mm, physically exertive. Is it no. actually like because you're on a horse? Okay. You have to ride – you're like trotting – you're like galloping around on a horse, which is already very difficult. And then you also have to like lean over the horse and like hit a mm. ball. You know what I mean? Like it's like – It's dangerous. I feel like it's similar to – I don't know. Like I guess how you would play like field hockey or something in terms of like running around a field hitting oh, a ball. Oh, interesting. But okay. it's like from a horse. Interesting. With like a oh, croquet yeah. mallet. So I guess like water polo. Is there any connection with water polo and like horse polo? Maybe they just have the same rules. You're just not on a horse in the water. Well, because I feel like water polo is just like water handball. I think that's more what it is. Sure. I don't know. Okay. I pictured horse polo as like slow, but I guess not. No, no, no. You're like running around. You're like galloping It's dangerous around. then. Like, like what if you hit another – What if you hit one of the horses with a ball or something? Fuck if I know. <laughs> you break their little toenail I, I mean, like, I don't – Like, listen, I think water polo is like probably one of the most physically difficult sports like – Oh yeah, that exists. So I don't think like regular polo is on that level. But like, I just know for me personally, just like trotting on a horse for more than five minutes is like tough. Like you need Mm -hmm. like muscles for that. Okay. 
Wow, learning so much, just like the lobsters. <laughs> Would you like to share any any lobster facts? I learned so much about lobsters because I was listening to our episode. Which episode are we talking about? Unmasked by the Marquis, I think, for some reason. Yeah. We bring up how old lobsters are. And, oh, no, no. It was How to Find a Princess. But I was like, you know, I should share that with the world. So I like, looked it up. And it turns out. So it's true that the American lobster can live more than 100 years, average 45 to 60. But it's actually really hard. There's like a myth that lobsters are immortal. And that's partly because it's really fucking hard to tell how old they are. Because when they molt, they get rid of like literally everything. Like their eyes, their exoskeleton, like – their gill coverings, except there's these teeth in their stomach that stay the whole time and they have lines like tree rings. So there's that. Also, water temperature affects how long lobsters live. So the American lobster, it's true that they can live over 100, possibly 200 years. But for example, the Caribbean spiny lobster rarely like doesn't make it above 20 because in warmer water, their metabolisms work faster and it makes them age faster. Also, lobsters never stop growing. Like, so they just get bigger warming, and bigger. He's fucking Global yeah, warming is killing the lobsters? Well, the thing is, most of the lobsters we eat are only like four to 18 months old. So we kill, God. we like really shorten their lifespan anyway, you know? Yeah. My lobster adjacent fun fact is that there's this island up north somewhere, I think around Maine, that's like essentially like it's disputed territory between Canada and the US. Because of the way that like international waters works, it's like a certain number of miles like off your shore like belongs to you, yeah. right? Like that's yeah. how it works. And like this island is like both a certain number of miles off of the US shore and off of mm. Canada's shore. But those waters happen to be like really fucking lobster heavy, mm-hmm. like really good for lobster fishing. So both the Canadian fisheries and like the US fisheries like want that territory. Mm-hmm. And so like every once in a while, like there's like one, it's like a tiny little island. There's like nothing on it, like maybe like a hut, like nobody lives there. And like every once in a while, they'll like go put their flag on it. And then the other country will go take the flag <laughs> off and put their flag on it. Oh, I thought you were going to say there was like, like, you know, ocean skirmishes amongst like the no, ships. no, no. Like sometimes, like Canadian soldiers would go off, like, go on there, and like you know, nanny, nanny, boo, boo at the, like the <laughs> American side, wow, like vice so versa. Classic. Like it's just like wow. a constant. It's been happening for like two hundred years, and there are like <laughs> there are a bunch of different treaties that all like that have happened over the years that like all say different things about who should own it. So everyone's like, no, we should go on this treaty, and like, or no, we should go on this other treaty, and like, no one will agree like wow. who gets the island. That just reminds me of that like, I don't even know like what I just remember like going on like a historical tour in like Toronto or something and learning about like the time that the American troops were like they just decided to march across the border and like thought that the Canadians would be like, hey, finally, like you have come to let us join the U.S. But the Canadians were like, no. And there was just like a standoff. And then like the U.S. people just like marched home. <laughs> like, okay. What was that? I, don't, I just remember like, learning about recently? it in the tour guide. Like like long, long ago. Like oh, okay. the, probably like the 1800s or something. I mean, but I can like imagine some like insane Americans in the 1950s just being like, yeah, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> You yeah, can imagine no. some insane Americans today doing that, you know. Anyway, that was a total chance. That was totally unrelated. Anyway, um, they're playing water polo. polo. Yeah, we really went from water polo, polo to lob. I mean, yeah, to horse polo to lobsters to like <laughs> <laughs> Canadian American relations. relations. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so they yeah they like go and make out after Henry's done his charity lo- lobster <laughs> his charity polo match. <laughs> They go into a tack room, which is basically for those of you who were not friends with horse girls in 
elementary school attack room is like a basically like a stable closet, like a big, big stable closet where they keep all the stuff. Mm-hmm. Where they keep all like the bridles and shit. And the problem is, is that I mean, like, listen, like this, the scene is is hot. It's technically a closet scene, but like I felt really denied by this scene because they specifically call out that there are like riding crops on the walls and Alex (laughs) compares it to a sex dungeon and yet none of those things were you never in this whole book we never get kink like that and I was like Casey you cannot introduce a ride it's like Chekhov's riding crop (laughs) if you're gonna introduce a riding crop it needs in a sexy book it's got to be used (laughs) You're telling me that Alex wouldn't have like, like enjoy being spanked. Like you, you just don't know that character. Mm, yeah, I don't know. I really can't. I really couldn't tell you like which one I think would be the. I don't know. The I think Alex would be the spanky. The spanky. Because <laughs> yeah, it's not. Cause I don't want to use Dom submissive because that's not what it is. But like, yeah, I think Alex would enjoy being spanked. I think he would be shocked at how much he enjoyed being spanked. <laughs> You know what I mean? And Henry would like would like on the same side like also be shocked at how much he enjoyed spanking. I've been spanked before, but I didn't have a sexual crisis about it. So I thought that meant that like I didn't like these. <laughs> yeah, Liam used to spank me all the time and like it didn't mean anything. <laughs> Just two bros chilling in a dorm room spanking each other cuz they were um. <laughs> yeah, so we get this 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 horse closet blowjob scene, mutual blowjobs, mm-hmm. and then just yeah, like I said, just a montage of like various rendezvous at charity, a global charity event. Yeah, just a few general notes. They're exchanging emails this whole time. That's important. Remember mm, the word yeah. emails. If you know anything about American politics, you know that if an American <laughs> political book includes emails, shit is going no, to hit no. the fan. I, they're very like flowery and like make a lot of references that I don't understand. They're very like, yeah, at one point. Well, first of all, I just want to say like it was very stressful because many times they kept changing the header of like the subject header of the email every time. They would send it, and I would be like, I, I don't like that because then it makes it a different chain, and then you can't keep track of the conversation. <laughs> this is just a pet peeve of mine. I was like very stressed out, just like, my, like you know, my personal experience with Microsoft Outlook was like really like coming for me at this. <laughs> but yeah, the emails are filled with like, yeah, they're very flowery. Henry like wants to be a writer. That's also something that's like throughout, and they keep at one point they start sending back like quotes. From like historical figures that were like definitely gay where they were like writing to their like definitely mm-hmm. gay partner. So like obviously we have like Alexander Hamilton and John Lawrence and like, you know, a bunch of other like Emily Dickinson, you know, mm-hmm. all those other the gays. The letters felt very much just like they belong in some kind of like YA book that's trying to be like literary, if that makes sense. Yeah. I didn't dislike it. I just like I just had to let like, them all like wash over me and not really like it was more like the vibes than like. Any actual words. That's what I was was saying. That's what I think I mentioned in part one was that like there is a very strong YA element to this book, despite the fact that it's like technically about adults. Like the way that it's written, the style in which it is written does feel YA in a lot of respects, which is why like, I don't know, when I saw like the cast, the cast for the movie, I was like, oh, these are like adult men. (laughs) 
Yeah. Like, I knew objectively that the characters are adult. But, I mean, they're 22 and 23. And these, yeah, those actors are like 30. But I was still like, I was like, what? Uh, like, they're supposed to be no. 16. 22 is young. Might as well be 16 at that moment. Not really 16, but. All right. Well, there's not a big difference between like 18, 19 and 22, 23. Uh, I think there is. Hmm. I think you change a lot. Yeah, in that, maybe. I don't know. In that time period. But I think that there's also a big difference between 22 and 25 and 25 and 30. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that whole like 15 year period, you're rocketing back and forth between different personalities. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Zara also at one point sees a hickey on Alex's neck. Oh, yeah. That. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we're back. We're back to my notes. Okay. Are we back? Is it the birthday? Are you no, like, we- this is after the birthday? There's nothing to say about the birthday except that it made me like their birthdays are close to each other and they like, you know, they have to get some birthday head or whatever. And they want birthday cake. Like they they Again. also have cake. And I was like like the vanilla buttercream from the wedding to the cake. Very like cake just, heavy mm. book. And it's really unfair because today is someone in our family's birthday and he refuses to get cake. Like he doesn't want a cake. What? Get a cake for yourself then. Yeah, I should. <laughs> anyway, they have birthday cake. And yeah, later Zara sees a hickey on Alex's neck and she's like I'll kill you if you start some sort of sex scandal and ruin your mom, like lose your mom the election. And I was like, <laughs> once again, the sex, ha- the sex scandal foreshadowing is yeah. strong. Well, she's <laughs> like, you know, there's an approved list of girls you're allowed to be seen with during the election cycle. Like it better be one of them. And like, did you have these people sign NDAs? So, like yet again, I'm saying like Alex would also have people sign an NDA. So it's so weird that he's like so like surprised that Henry, the the literal prince of England has the same thing. Also yeah. in the background here, there's like Pez and June. It, I just thought it was funny that he was like – he's like constantly asking Henry to ask Alex like things about June. He's like, would June like jewelry in the shape of her own face? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> would anyone like jewelry in the shape of their own face? No. I just I, like yeah, can't imagine. I, like why would you ever want that? I mean there's – Allison, there's those people who used to like getting their faces on birthday cakes. So like – That was me. Is that this was a you, call so. out? I just thought it was fun to have a picture mm, on a so cake, like a printed is it so picture. Much, is it so much of a stretch to have a printed like pendant or something? You have like a shirt with your own face on it too. Yeah, but that's <sighs> a meme. It's a meme. Yeah, I know. Yeah, well. You have a shirt. I don't have yeah, a shirt. Yeah, yeah. I made it for a friend and then I got an extra one, so I gave it to you. <laughs> Backstory, we learned that B, Henry's sister, used to be a cocaine addict after their dad died and she got the nickname Powder Princess, which is like – rude objectively and like i wouldn't like the british media calling me that but like it's a pretty sick name i don't know it Something sounds about like the- it sounds like a mario kart character like princess peach powder princess something about powder just makes it sound like baby powder or something and it's like old and gross i don't know it just seems like it'd be smelly i don't no, know i'm picturing the powdered donuts it's cocaine actually no i'm not gonna go there we're not gonna talk i you know i don't know the intricacies of cocaine and i don't <laughs> i don't need to know the intricacies of cocaine also whereas he turned to cocaine um henry's mom basically became a ghost and like doesn't take care of her children and allows like the grandma queen to browbeat them the queen who told henry to stay in the closet forever like explicitly yeah if you have any deviant desires, like don't yeah. Yeah, this just made me really want to read like a destructive first child book now. Like you know what I mean? Like a like a chasing liberty type like the I don't know, chasing liberty, my date with the president's daughter. Like just read a biography of uh what's her name? June Carter. Hmm. Jimmy Carter's daughter was like wild. <laughs> we also find out that like Henry's parents, the queen also forbid the mom to marry the dad. 
So that's just like there's precedent. And they got married anyway. Which like I don't know. I just like can't imagine what would be better for the reputation of the British royal family than like James Bond becoming a prince. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I just feel like that's it. Like he's still British. Like, at least he's not American. And honestly, like I don't know. Like they're very against like Henry being gay or whatever, like being openly gay. But and maybe I'm totally wrong, but like I just feel like a younger son seems very low stakes. And I feel like it's kind of like when the Catholic Church was like, hey, like, I forget what they said. They were like, oh, like, you're not going to go to hell or something, like, something like that. So, like, they throw them a bone and, like, the people go wild. Like, it earns them, like, a ton of brownie points. Yeah, but it also gets them a lot of hate from, like, the more. Because I feel like the people that most staunchly support the monarchy are the bigots. Oh, really? You know what I mean? Like the cool young people are like, oh, cool. They're like prince and princesses. But like also why the fuck are we paying for these like crusty inbred people went to like live in 10 houses when like, you know, we've got all this other shit and they're defunding the NHS. Like that's the Mm -hmm. vibe that I have is that like if you're if you're like a royalist, like you're not necessarily progressive Mm -hmm. in most of your other views. Is it true that like a majority of the British public still wouldn't support like gay marriage? No. Well, gay marriage That's is they, legal they, in the, in they the say that in the book and no one no one like contests it. Yeah, this says like 78% of people in in 2010 supported same-sex marriage. So like I don't know what they're talking about in this book. But only in 2022 only 56 of Britons felt that the monarchy was good for Britain, which is down from 73% in 2012. Oh, damn. So they've really been going down. <laughs> Should have kept Meghan Markle around, dinguses. Should have kept Meghan Markle around, yeah. Should have kept Meghan Markle, like, serious, like, uh, but again, it's like the people that are really super gung-ho for the monarchy are from the vibe, I have no statistical thing to back this up, but from the vibe that I've had from, like, paying adjacent attention to British media, you're more likely to be bigoted if you're like obsessed with the monarchy. Because I, because it's just like, I don't know how you like cognitive dissonance wise, I don't know how you like are obsessed with the monarchy while being progressive. You know what I mean? Like, how are you obsessed with like a bunch of like old white inbred people having immeasurable wealth that was built on imperialism, slavery, subjugation? I mean, you stayed up to watch the royal wedding. To be fair. Yes, it's I did. Like a little fan club. I, yes, I did. I was also 12. <laughs> <laughs> I was 12 years old. <laughs> I have said, listen, I find the royals interesting. I'm, I'm not like yeah. a hater. You know, I keep up sometimes with royal news. I've watched William and Catherine of Royal Romance. I watched the Lifetime Meghan and Harry yeah, exactly. movie. But like, I like them as a form of entertainment. But if yeah. the British public was suddenly like, let's abolish the monarchy, I wouldn't be like, no, <laughs> centuries of tradition down the toilet. I'd be like, okay. <laughs> so meanwhile, Alex is trying to come up with a strategy for his mom to win Texas because they're from Texas. So she wants to like win her home state. And it was a sore spot that she didn't in the first election. And he's like very convinced that Texas could go blue. And I'm just like, it's very like, it's very West Wing. He either is like on the verge of losing New Hampshire or like he's about or he does lose New Hampshire and he's like very upset. Like they're constantly like the president would rather lose the presidency than lose New Hampshire. And there's like a ton of like he his whole thing and like you hear this a lot like people being like oh well like you can't just make fun of the South for being backwards. Like there's bigots everywhere. There's bigots in every state. Like what about – and I I don't know. I I mean that's true. Well, I know but it's not like – I just feels it just the point the level to which it was it was done here it just it just feels very like what about you know what I mean it's like 
this yeah. it's one it's it's not a question I, I don't know I don't know. No, I understand what you mean. Like, you can't really, like, hand wave away the fact that it is concentrated in, like, certain states. But I do, A, well, A, I think Casey McQuiston is from, like, Georgia or something. Like, I think Casey McQuiston is from the South. So, like, definitely has that more lenient view. But also, it's like, yes, like, it's concentrated in certain places. But, like, you can't just abandon, like, it's not, like, universal. It's not, like, everyone in those yeah. states supports it like there are always so you can't just like abandon them i think that that's more from my perspective like the main argument yeah he has his little house funny he's like you know in the office and whatever like burning the midnight oil and he's like he's like oh look at this almond milk in my coffee like why doesn't this office keep normal milk around this is why people from texas hate washington elites they're ruining the goddamn dairy industry and <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. The Washington elites are definitely still signing off on those good, good milk subsidies every year. So uh, I don't know what you're complaining about there, Alex. Let's not forget the cheese caves, Alex. Let's not forget the cheese caves. But Alex is also like at this point, I mean, he kind of like has like these thoughts throughout the book, but he's like slowly realizing more and more how much like working in politics sucks and like how Mm. hopeless it is and like how like soul draining it is and how much like he doesn't really want to do it. But like he's been hyper fixated on it for so long that he like doesn't know what else he wants right. to do. Yeah, I just thought it was so funny. Like, I don't know. I just have always this like he's like, oh, I just like I want to do it for the people. Like I just care about the people so much. I mean, it is a very idealized version of politics that I like. I mean, I never necessarily was like, yes, I'm gonna be a politician. But there were definitely points, like, especially when I was like a teenager or like even in college when I was like, I was like, I could like potentially see myself running for office. And it would be because it was because I was like, well, these crusty old farts are fucking things up. And like, I want to like mm. really help people. Meanwhile, Henry is like vacationing in Wales or something. <laughs> like, he like FaceTimes him, Alex, with Pez. And Alex is like, oh, like, I feel so much better knowing that Henry at least got a decent night's sleep. <laughs> like, it must be nice. He just like goes to his like country house for a month. Oh my God. That sounds like amazing. I really want to go to Wales. I want to go to like Merlin's Cave. Because, like, that's where the ki- King Arthur is supposed to be, like, from Wales. And, like, that's where his castle is supposed to be. So there, there's all these, like, really pretty, like, spots that are literally straight out of, like, a fucking fairy tale. Ooh. Ooh a cave. Also, maybe I could meet, meet, like, my own Reese Winterborn. You think? <laughs> you think? <laughs> you think? Make sure you bring your orchids. <laughs> I'll get an orchid tattoo and just, like, flash it around at people and be like, eh? Eh? Like, You're like, what do you think about this? Is that a vagina? <laughs> <laughs> <Is> that a <laughs> vagina? <laughs> Um, we also find out that like Henry and Pez were like venting about June and Alex before Henry and Alex got together. <laughs> yeah, about how they're like obsessed with they're obsessed with them. Um, so June, speaking of June, she now like finds out like she so Henry. Well, I mean, while Alex is burning the midnight oil, he's like supposed to meet June for dinner, and then he like is super late because he like gets distracted, and mm-hmm. then June is not mad; she's just disappointed. And basically, like they have two conversations where she's both like. He's like, June, I'm dating Henry. And she's like, dude, I know, like, you got your grubby mitts all over my old magazine. Like, yeah. I fucking knew this. Like, <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, of course. You live across the hall from me and you always have. <laughs> like, Yeah. She's like, 
you're a dummy. And then she's also like, don't be a politician, dummy. She doesn't say this explicitly, but like the whole conversation, she's like, I don't think you would like being a politician. Maybe you should consider doing something else. And Alex is like, he has this thought. And I quote, June was often a mystery. And I'm like, my brother in Christ, she cannot be any clearer than she is being right now. Like, (laughs) there's no miss. There's nothing mysterious about this. I know. I thought I felt kind of like not offended on, but on, but the fact that Pez got to know before June, you know, and like Nora, like everyone got to know before Alex told June, and like obviously he doesn't like owe it to tell it to anyone, but like I don't know. I feel like like are June and Pez like hanging out behind the scenes here, and like June and Nora, and like and B, like Henry's sister got to know. Well, Nora knew because like Nora was the only accessible queer person that he could talk to, so he was like, might I be by? But yeah, the June was often a mystery. I was like, are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? <laughs> You're so stupid. But we also, like, at this point, seem to be getting, like, sort of a countdown of people who know the secret. I don't, it felt like a ticking clock to me. The thing about Alex, and, like, this has been throughout the book, but everyone, like, June, Nora, like, everyone is constantly like, Alex, this is going to be a shock to you, but not everything is always about you. Like there are, I feel like that's part of it. He's like, June is a mystery because like, I can't comprehend like any motives outside of like directly fixating on me. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. He's, I mean, he's a 21 year old boy. (laughs) I guess. (laughs) He's a 21 year old boy. Like whatever. He graduates college. They have a little party and it's derailed by the fact that the election is officially going to be Richards versus Claremont. And Richards is basically just Donald Trump. Except, yeah. like, Donald Trump mixed with, like, I guess the Bushes, because he's supposed to come from a very, like, political, like, legacy family. Like, his, like, like all his relatives were, like, justices and politicians and, like, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, True. like, if Donald Trump had a political background, that's Richard. <laughs> right, right. Just, I didn't know the Bushes were like that. Well, we had two Bush presidents, Oh, I know, Rachel. I know, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know it was going to be him. Yeah, it's, like, any number of, yeah. Or, like, the Kennedys or right, the Roosevelt's right. or, right. you know. yeah. Oh, 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 wait, wait. And there's also at that birthday party, there's something suspicious going on with Luna and Alex's dad because Alex's dad is like, you should do like they're like having a fight in Spanish. And Alex is like, what does this have to do with something with Richards? For the grownups, don't worry about it. No, no, he doesn't confront them. He just like he sneaks like into a garden shed and like listens into their (laughs) conversation and then like stumbles out. (laughs) He doesn't like confront either of them about it. He's just like, what could that mean? There's like this whole time there's been like whisperings about like an independent senator that's like sided with Richards and we don't know who that is yet. What does that even mean? Like like, I guess just like backing them. Endorsing. Endorsing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's a surrogate? In, in an election they keep mentioning it's like, like when surrogates. someone when someone goes to speak for the candidate because the candidate oh. can't be ever at once so yeah. if you're having an event in new york city and in los angeles you would send a surrogate to one of those cities to like represent the campaign and like give the speech and whatever gotcha okay um i watched the west wing <laughs> i i was it was all like i was like i've seen the west wing i know what it is like and i'm thoroughly convinced that casey mcquiston has also seen the west wing and like based <laughs> all of like their political knowledge on like what is communicated in the West Wing, which is pretty thorough. Like I feel like I have a pretty under- good understanding of how the presidency works from watching that show. <laughs> Thank you, Aaron Sorkin. <laughs> yeah. So they all decide to go out to the bar, like have a karaoke night. They, they all have a being, charity rendezvous in California, in yeah. Los Angeles. Being what's their new nickname? Like the the special the six or something. Super six or something. Super six. Yeah, it's a sexy B- six. 
B, Henry, Nora, June, Pez, Alex. And they get three rooms and B is like sober. So she's like, she puts Nora, she puts Alice and Henry in one room and then she puts Nora, June, and Pez in the other. And then she like, she like keeps the third room for herself, which like, you know, and I kind of like, why not? Queen yeah. shit. Like queen yeah. perfect. Like B yeah. for queen. Uh, so I've read all of Casey McQuiston's books now. And I feel like a common theme is that Casey McQuiston is really good at writing queer communities and like writing like really close and and supportive like queer friendships but they're all extroverts they're all so full of energy and like they like to go to karaoke and I just like I'm like I just can't relate I'm like Casey I appreciate that you're like writing like nice queer relationships but like God, all of your characters seem like my worst nightmare to like interact with long term. Like well, I just, Henry, I'd be like, you are exhausting. Henry isn't like that. But like the like the friend group is a, in general, like I think I would be exhausted hanging out with every single friend group and every single one of Casey McQuiston's books. Well, that's the thing is like I always whenever I like don't do things like that for a while, I'm like, oh, I should go out and like do things, and then I do it like one time, and I'm like, I no, I need to. No, I've seen what I needed to see. <laughs> I listen, I've gone out Friday and Saturday of this week and I was like, this is exhausting. I can't talk to anyone for at least like two weeks now. Yeah. It's like that was so much. And now we have butts, 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 butts. Anal time. Henry has travel size lube. <laughs> that about covers it. The next morning. Alex watches Henry get ready and put his Burberry on for the day. And He's like, always Burberry? wearing Burberry. Burberry what? Yeah, like I need I need some answers. Are we talking about cologne? Are we talking about like a handbag, an entire no, no, suit, no. a hat? Henry is regularly wearing head-to-toe Burberry. Like that phrase <laughs> specifically, like he wears almost exclusively Burberry. What was Which, like, a, big like a choice, thing? Henry? Was it Burberry what a scarves or coats yeah, Burberry back scarves. in the day? That Burberry was like the big, that was like... like Stat- the status and they symbol. clashed with everything they all were of the yeah, time and they were just like itchy i didn't like them i didn't understand why yeah i mean i understood why people like i mean them, i didn't like, understand the scarf thing. thing to begin with like i always hate i hate wearing decorative scarves like oh, there's nothing i was more. a scarf gal it's so uncomfortable i was a scarf gal to the extent that like people would come to me for advice on like how to wear their scarf <laughs> scarves <laughs> yeah no i just mm. yeah also, this morning we find out that Nora, Pez, and June had a threesome. Just, just gonna right. throw that well, in there. Yeah. Well, it's implied that they had a threesome. Mm-hmm. And Alex, at this point, is like, "Wow, I have friends." <laughs> oh yeah, I have the super six. Wow. Like, I'm like, what were Nora and June like? Hot potatoes? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> and we get more political stuff. I do just want to point out that. There was a Sean Hannity cameo, and it was very triggering for me. Was there? Oh, there's yeah, just like yeah, a yeah. mention. Sean Hannity like, talks about yeah, yeah, something. about something you know, bigoted, something racist. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was like, ah, no, <laughs> not in my queer comfort book. <laughs> yeah, and then they go watch the what is it again? Some tennis. They watch the tennis with Philip. Before we talk about that, I just want to like, I just want to talk about. So they all have a group chat. And oh, yeah. I like this is my second criticism of how the characters in this book communicate. So like the emails, they change the headers all the time. And here I get I get so stressed when people don't give their contacts actual names. So like Henry is like Prince Poopy Butt Poop Emoji, like something in Alex's phone. And everybody else has 
a, a contact in Alex's phone that is not their name. And I was like, how do you keep – like they have a whole group chat. And I was like, I can't keep these str- – I don't understand who are these people. And I was oh, yeah. so stressed out. I was so stressed out about this. And also Alex at one point while they're texting is like – or he's thinking, he's like, I'm pretty sure someone warned me about insecure emails. So just, you know, keep that in mind. <laughs> I was oh like, my no, gosh. Casey. No, not the emails. Well, and multiple times Alex is like, yeah, there's no real reason for us to like write emails back and forth. Like we could just text, but like it's for funsies. It's just like fun. And I'm like, no, like. It's so that they can write their long brooding love letters. You can do that in text. No one's stopping you. Yeah. Your voice, thumbs are your, your only voice limit. notes a thing. Yeah. Like I don't understand. And I guarantee they both have like. Mac, so they could just like type into iMessage anyway on their, you know what I mean, on their computers. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't know, um, whatever. <laughs> whatever. So it's time for the tennis with Douchey Philip, and he brings Henry bring, brings Alex, and Philip's like, oh, like where's your, was your other friend who was wearing that like dress or whatever? Was he busy? And Henry was like, it was a like I forget what like some traditional like yeah some African traditional thing, and like he yeah. wore it one time, like whatever. And Henry Phillips like, maybe you need to find some better friends because you're unlikely to find a wife unless you're running in the right circles. I'm like, he's 23, Philip. And this is like especially rich when you consider that later on Philip's going to be like, you're only 23. Like, you're way too young to be in a serious relationship. Yeah. And also, Philip just got married. I was like, what took you so long, dick? Right. Phillip, dick, dickhead. We don't know Phil. exactly how old he is. He's but. older than Alex. I mean, yeah. he's older than Henry. That's right. all we need to know. He's older than B. <laughs> he's their older brother, so he's at least like 27, probably. Yeah. If not older. Dinky, dinky <laughs> butt. But then they go back to Henry's place, and Henry plays a fucking course. He plays Your Song by Elton John for Alex. And he's like, this is our song. And I was like, <sighs> of all the gay anthems in the world, you have to pick the most cliche one. I don't even know what that song is. I mean, is. your song by Elton John. It's like, and you can tell everybody oh, okay. that this is your song. And listen, okay. I like your song, but it's like, it's like the only one people like, it's, it's like, like, I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man. No. Yes, I am. Oh, okay. You can tell no, everybody. I'm the no, man, I'm the man. I'm the man. I'm the man. I'm the it's like that one and Benny and the Jets are like Elton I do John's know that. two big songs. I'm I like, do know Benny and the Jets. Anyway, but I just I brought I bring this up. They don't make out on the piano. No. Alex makes a very strong point of being like, we don't make out on the piano. And I was like, what is the point of having a piano introduced if you're not going no. to fuck on top of it? No. A grand piano? That. What, what part of it? You're gonna the ruin lid. it. You're gonna you close, close the lid. The lid? And then you climb on top of it. No. And then you fuck on the no. piano. Alternatively, no. you can fuck under the piano. You can fuck on the bench. On the floor. Hmm. You can like hmm. sit like face to face on the bench. I, make out. I just like I just like when there's a piano introduced and they don't like involve the piano in their sexy times, I get disappointed. <laughs> so I was like, I, I thought this was leading to something and it wasn't. 
I do really want a grand piano, but I think I would take better care I of know. it. You get one for free on Craigslist. You wouldn't easy, have sex but... on the grand piano. No. What a but waste. I don't think it can hold like I would come over to your house and I would have sex. No. <laughs> <I> would... <laughs> you like wake up in the middle of the night to a clanging and I'm like No, once hey. I get the, once I secure the resecure the dogs again, they'll guard the piano for me. No, they'll be too busy in your room scratching the butt. <laughs> also, if I'm on top of the piano, they can't get me. They're too small. Yeah, I, I'm not like clear on how much. Like, I don't think a piano can hold a person. Um, Maybe it can. No, because of the number. Think of, for example, Shrek Two. The fairy godmother lies on top of the piano and sings. She's Let she it, can fly though. Like she's okay, not but she's lying. The, the, I'm just saying. I was piano. using that as an example. I'm saying that's a very common motif of like woman sings on top of piano. Basically, I think if you have a grand piano and you don't fuck on it at least once, you're a coward. Is that why they're That's all free on Craigslist? Because they know that like because everyone's been fucked. Yeah. <laughs> you just want it as a sex prop and not a, like sex wings are out, sex pianos are in. <laughs> Yikes! Um, so there's also a there was a they mentioned a 17th century oil painting that's literally called "quote woman on her at her toilet." And I was it's toilet. No, it's not. I looked up the the spelling. At least I found there is one. It's spelled toilet like toilet, not toilet. Oh. But I was ready to come for the jugular. <laughs> they pronounced it wrong, but they didn't. It's toilet. Oh, is she on a <laughs> toilet? Did you look up the painting? I did look up the painting. I it didn't. Is she it, on a toilet? No, I don't think so. Actually, I mean, I don't know if this there there this is a painting called that. So like a painting like that does exist. 17th century Dutch. Unclear. A young woman at her toilet. 1667. She's like having her hair done. She's at in front of a mirror. Okay, that's it's not po- that's that's toilet. I toilet. Toilet. Yeah. It's yeah. just Amer- like it's been anglicized. Maybe. Okay. Unclear. So she's not actually she's not like sitting on her chamber pot. Uh no, she's sitting on a fancy chair. It's supposed to be toilet, but it's probably it's Dutch, so they don't use toilet. But like that's probably what it is. She's just getting ready. Yeah. Don't shame this random 20 19, 17th century Dutch woman. I wasn't. I was gonna shame the audiobook narrator. <laughs> Well, we've already shamed the audiobook narrator for David Bowie. I feel like we can like, <laughs> lay off him for a second. <laughs> oh, God. But now we have lies, betrayal, deception. Raphael Luna is going to be in Richard's cabinet. And everybody is upset. And Henry even shows up from one of his other charity events to comfort Alex in the hotel. And then... In the next morning, he has to hide in the literal closet from Zara. And then he falls <laughs> out of the closet. And Zara is like, what the fuck? And Alex is like, please don't tell my mom. Thank you. <laughs> please. Um, wait, I just found my notes on the song thing. And I, oh, I thought it's, I thought, okay, he says it's your song. And I said, oh, Henry wrote a song for Alex. (laughs) And then it's like Alex wanted to do it on the piano, but it's a priceless antique or whatever. And I was like, oh, it's a very Bella Edward move. Like Bella would like want to and like fuck on the piano and Bella and Edward would be like, no, we can't because of like purity. And also it's a priceless antique. Bella would want to fuck anywhere like she can. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Also, he didn't write a song for Alex. No, it's your song by Elton John. Yes, because later on they dance to it and it's your song by El- Elton John. Are you sure it's not like your song, like Alex's song? I'm 100% certain that it's the Elton John song. You read it with John, your eyeballs? Henry did not write a song. <laughs> we also have a little scene where June is like 
I forget for what, but she's like, thanks, baby bro, to Alex. And Alex is like, don't call me that. And Judah's like, tiny, itty-bitty, miniature baby brother. <laughs> he just reminded me. And you were reminded of you yourself. You are a baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so Zara's like, you have to tell your mom. Like, I'll give you like a day, but like, you have to fucking tell her. It's after the it's, – it's currently the DNC conference. She's like, mm-hmm. you have to tell her after the DNC conference. Mm-hmm. And so Alex does. And he sits down. He's like, mom, like, I'm bye. And the mom's like, great, honey. Like – Glad we had this chat. Yeah. Then Alex is also like, I'm also dating Henry. Yeah. Her mom schedules a meeting and call. she's like something. And then she like makes a PowerPoint, which we've known as like part of the mom's character. Like the president <laughs> likes to make PowerPoints, which like I identify with. And it's literally like, you dating the Prince of England. Do you have like point one? Do you have to date the Prince of England? <laughs> like, and then it's like international relations, dating and you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and then basically she's like, you know, if you're if you re- like make sure you feel like a hundred percent about this and like I'll support you, but you're fired. Like you can't. Yeah, she's like you have the to campaign. get off the campaign. <laughs> and then he like leaves and she's like, wait, honey, I had Planned Parenthood send over all these pamphlets. They sent a bike messenger and everything. <laughs> At least take yeah. one. <laughs> she's like, you need to use condoms with anal. And he's like, Mom, I know. And he storms off. But then I was like <laughs> thinking back to the time they did anal, and I'm like, I don't know if I remember. Yeah. A condom being mentioned in that scene. Right. Like there was pocket-sized lube, but not like Yeah. I was like, maybe I think I think a condom is mentioned later on when they do anal, but I was like, I don't know that first time, Alex. Did you know? Did you did know? You? Alex, did you? Alex, did you know? How could you not know though? To like, use a condom? Yeah. Well, get, because like, people are like, Oh, you can't get pregnant. So what's yeah, the point? But, like, did HIV not like I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's like all those books that we would read and they'd be like, don't worry. Like, I'm on the pill. Like, so we're fine. And like, that's not like, that's not. You're, you're missing a whole other half of the equation here. Right. At least <laughs> half. Like, <laughs> so then like, so, so yeah. And then Alex is like, after he's fired, he's like watching June and Nora do appearances without me is torture. And but like June isn't even working for the campaign, so like he isn't even allowed to do appearances, like White House trio appearances anymore. No, like, no. I guess because like, that be the mom, weird? The mom is just like, I don't want you. You can't. I think they're like he's busy studying for the LSAT or something because like, like, he definitely is. Again, it doesn't really it doesn't add up because up until this point, I was still thinking that the major problem was like, yes, he's dating a man. Sure, that might be scandalous to some sector of the population, but the main thing is like the possible appearance of being like um, influenced by like a foreign regime or whatever, you know. Yeah. But that's not what it that's is. Never so why was the mom only concerned that like the mom was like chill, like she would have been. It wasn't a big deal if he was dating some random dude, but it's a big deal that he's dating Henry. Like I just don't get it. I don't know. Well, because I mean, I don't know they have to like manage it. It would be it would be like a bigger more news. Interest. I guess it's bigger news and it's like international news now. Whereas like before, it would probably be just contained to the U.S. But for the most that's part, that's where her voters are. I know, but like it's not. It doesn't have. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, I don't know. Um, in one of their many, many, many emails and exchanges of <laughs> gay historical quotes, one of them they do obviously, like I said, a Hamilton and Lawrence, and <laughs> a- the only important thing about that is, is that Alex writes. This key line, which ends up on T-shirts later, history, huh? Bet we could make some. You know, just remember that. Remember that. That's becomes – if you ever see that on the internet, no, it is a reference to this book. It's like <laughs> the line from this book. <laughs> and, yeah, and like 
Oh, yeah. Alex is – I think we might have mentioned this before. I can't remember last episode. But, like, Alex is like, oh, you probably don't know that much about, like, Alexander Hamilton because, like, you know, you're British and why would you care? And Henry's like, I've actually done quite a bit of reading on Alexander Hamilton because he was a brilliant writer and also because I knew you were named after him. And I'm just going to assume that he, like, did all that reading before even, like, being with Alex, you know? Like, he just, 100%. like – 100%. Yeah, like, years and years ago. Like, from the age of, like – yeah. <laughs> if, Ale- if Alex memorized Henry's Wikipedia page, you don't think Henry <laughs> did the same like yeah, <laughs> Henry was probably just idea. wildly frustrated with how underdeveloped Alex's Wikipedia page was compared to his own like you know Henry was like there's he knows all about me all the way from my birth and like this one doesn't even start until his mom becomes a senator god yeah. <laughs> memorize the fact sheet so then so Alex and June like go to the this like lake house that their dad bought in Texas right? yeah. in Texas on one of the many man-made lakes in Texas. Are there? Yeah, I don't know where this is. It's Lake LBJ. It's very explicitly created man-made. Like, they explicitly, okay, they're like, okay. it's Lake LBJ. Because I was just Lindsay really confused Johnson. because, like, there's some point at which, like, Alex talks about Zara telling them about, like, sheltering in hurricane season and, like, what that was like. And I'm like, but he lives in Texas. Like, how could he not firsthand know what that's like? But I guess Austin, does Austin not get hurricanes? I don't know. Like I, I don't. You've. I've never been to Texas. You're the only ones that have been they to Texas. They lose power like all the time. <laughs> like I feel like it's like totally normal to just have to like deal for like two weeks with no water or like electricity. Um. But so they they go there every summer and Alex invites Henry. Yeah, Alex invites Henry. Um. And I just I just I want to ask from the bottom of my heart because as I said, they go to Lake LBJ, and so obviously Casey McQuiston has to throw a little Lyndon B. Johnson fun fact in there. And I'm like, is it possible, I ask the American literary community, is it possible for me to read a book that includes an American politics plot line without someone making a di- a joke about how LBJ was taking his dick out all the time? Like, is it possible <laughs> for me to escape that fun fact? Ever? Because it's true. LBJ was constantly taking his dick out. LBJ was constantly <laughs> like, I have a bigger dick than you. LBJ would ha- host cabinet meetings while he was sitting on the toilet to like as a power move. Oh like God. he would do all these crazy mind games, a lot of them involving his dick. And it's a fun <laughs> fact, but it's like every time it's like the one fact that everybody has to include <laughs> you have an american plotline like politics plotline in your book i need you to write me like a tiktok for this we need to, like, i was like I, I never heard this until this book yeah. the lbg oh i learned about that in school rachel <laughs> at our high school i that's the first time i heard that in american history class <laughs> yeah no this is like the lbj fact is that he'd like was constantly being like my dick is better than yours <laughs> and also that he and his family all had the initials lbj i just like would like to emphasize that oh that's um, kind of cool his I wife like is lady bird johnson yeah yeah but i was like do you someone. think he purposely married someone who would have the initials i mean i would LBJ? well no well that wasn't i mean that's obvious that's like a nickname right so like i don't think so yeah. we well, yeah, lady bird's a nickname 100 percent. which i mean but I th- it's a, definitely a nickname she had like before meeting him you know Oh, it is. It is a nickname. I Claudia Alta, Ladybird. Yeah, <laughs> interesting. Oh, but but oh, but that means that her 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 maiden name is Taylor. So her original initials were C A T, cat. Nice. But that's the, oh man, nice. it's one thing. I mean, it's really pretty fucking cool to have the whole family have all the same initials. But to but at what cost? But just like to give up C A T, like that would be like me giving up R E D. You know. <laughs> 
I mean, I'm serious. Like that would be a. I mean, uh, yeah, but to have the matching family aesthetic. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like it's you know? always the pe- like, it would be better if you didn't have to give so much up, though. Like I'm not saying it's yeah. not. It would be a tough call, but I'm not saying it's not the right that move. That is but, a pretty like, cool. Yeah. C eight um yeah anyway so oscar's like super cool with henry he's like he's like oscar slaps henry his hand into henry's hope you're ready to fucking party (laughs) (laughs) yeah and he's like he makes all he like cooks but then but it was the mom that was the griller in the family so like alex has taken over that role and he's like at the barbecue like with his little kiss the cook apron i don't know i just made that up (laughs) but yeah but then alex's dad is like wanna talk and Alex thinks that he's like gonna confront him about his sexuality because everybody else knew before he told right. them. But instead, he's like, "Yeah, Luna really betrayed us. It was bad. Like we can talk about that." But also, his dad is like definitely like, "I know about the other thing. Like we don't have to talk about it." But like, you invited a man to my house. Like I, I know the way the wind is blowing. <laughs> right. He's like basically, yeah. He's you invited like, a man on our family vacation. Like this is not a platonic friendship. <laughs> right. Right. And the dad, like, definitely still – he just, like, talks about his relationship with the mom and, like, how he, like, knew it was going to end badly from the beginning. But he's, like, still worth it. Like, Yeah. Well, he's, like, your mom's the love of my life, like, categorically. Yeah. And he's, like, it was never going to work out long term. But, like, that doesn't mean that I don't Sometimes care Sometimes you her. just jump and hope it's not a cliff. Which – which, okay. Wise, <laughs> wise words. Yes. <laughs> but, but, like, don't actually do that. <laughs> but I was confused about that because – I don't know. I guess I was like assuming there's like water at the bottom. Like I would rather like jump and then like I wouldn't want to just like fall flat on my face. I don't know. Like the way I was saying, I was like, I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know. I, I really overthought that statement. Well, for, like I like was walking in Central Park and listening to it, and I just like paused it, and I think I went like a good half mile where I was like, <laughs> I don't know whether that well, works. See the kind of thing where like you can see it's a drop off, but you don't know how far it is so you need to like jump and you're hoping that it's just like a few feet or something instead of a cliff no but he's like you hope that it's a cliff i hope that it's not a cliff oh which well, ma- doesn't really know. make sense either but... i don't know i know i was very confused oscar please explain <laughs> i don't i think understand. it's like sometimes you jump oscar like you Diaz. take the leap of faith and hope that you're not jumping off a cliff like, yeah, i don't know I what know. a leap of faith could be yeah yeah I don't know. I was just thinking about this for a long time. I just want to point. I just would like to like pass like that out there's onto another our listeners side. to like puzzle about that. For yeah. a second. <laughs> just think yeah, about there's, it. You hope there's another side to land on. Yeah. Anyway, they have a great time at the lake until like the last night. Wait, we have another fireflies moment. Another reminder that fireflies are not <laughs> everywhere yeah. because there's fireflies and Henry is like, what are these there, bugs? But there aren't fireflies in Texas, so this isn't really. Add Wait, up. I thought there are. No. No, because remember Cameron didn't believe me that you can catch them. Like he literally was like, you can't fucking catch those bugs. And I was like, I I will catch one right now. There is extensive and exciting diversity in Texas firefly species. Anyway, um, but he's also, yeah, at one point he's like, what are the, what are the, he's also like, what are these mosquitoes? And I was like sent into a rage at this point because <laughs> i was like the uk definitely has mosquitoes and and yes indeed i verified the uk has many species of mosquitoes i was like i definitely remember getting bitten by fucking mosquitoes while i was in the uk like what is this bullshit so i was like why doesn't henry know about mosquitoes well lightning bugs are omnivores as it turns out so they might be eating you <laughs> you never know i listen if a lightning bug wants to eat me like the, that's a good fate I think, <laughs> to provide light to the world. 
It's like Princess Yue yeah. in Avatar The Last Airbender. She becomes the moon. I become a lightning bud, bug. It's a fair trade. Wow. I, I think I need to learn a lot about lightning bugs, like my lobster deep dive as soon as we're done recording. Seems like there's a lot to learn. Anywho. Okay, thank you. <laughs> anyway, yes. Alex realizes he loves Henry, but mm-hmm. then. But then they wake up in the middle of the night and they go for like a nice little midnight swim. And Alex, well, I w- actually, I had to go back and listen to this. He says something like, oh, I can't wait for us to come back here next year. Like maybe it can just be the two of us. And then he's like, oh, this is the first time I've ever like intentionally introduced love into the conversation. But I went back and listened to it multiple times and like the word love is not uttered. Like no, Alex he doesn't is never like, love. I love you. I was more like I, – I was interp- I was looking at it as like he's talking about his future, like their future together. He's like, I'm excited about our future together. And Henry Freaks panics. Out. And this man literally once again swims away and then f- leaves the country. Yep. <laughs> this is the second time. <laughs> and, then, and then he ghosts Alex. Like Alex literally wakes up in the morning and Henry has left a note that's like, sorry, had to go back to England. And it's like, kind of like, it's like, you know, this should have been a red flag. However, However <laughs> red is my favorite color. <laughs> like, he does this twice. The man does this twice. I I guess that's the benefit, like, when you're a gay prince, like, you really can be as dramatic as possible and, like, you're escaping. No one's going to stop you. The best part of this plan is no one can stop me. No one can stop me. (laughs) Yeah, I don't – I know. And and then he just ghosts him. He just doesn't respond to texts. There's some kind of dramatic Thisbian Pyramus note. When was that? Like, somehow that's, like, the only communication. No, he found, like, a – in like a book or something, he find like Alex finds like an old note of Henry's that he hadn't seen before, like some sort of inscription, and it's about Pyramus and Thisbe, and he has to look up Pyramus and Thisbe, and I was like, sir, have you never read A Midsummer Night's Dream? Like I thought everybody knew what Pyramus and Thisbe was. Are you fucking kidding me? Pyramus and Thisbe is basically just like similar to Romeo and Juliet, but like older. And- oh well, that's another thing that this is a good time to bring this up because I've been thinking it this whole time. Like we're told <laughs> that like in high school, Alex was like a jock, but he was like the most cultured of the jocks or whatever, right? Like he's there's like a few times that he's like, and I I'm not above a flying tackle. You know what I mean? Like implies that he plays like sports. I'm sorry, but that just is not consistent with his character. Like I refuse. This man is not a jock. There's no fucking way. This was like the political nerd, nerdy, <laughs> uh, like, but also like better than you. Like wears a suit every day, a little bitch. Like that's who he was. There's no fucking way. Maybe he became a jock so that he would have an excuse to wear a suit without getting bullied on game days. <laughs> but like he already didn't have friends, so like I don't know. But also like I like I could see him being a jock, but like the jock and like he's like that one person on the team that's only part of the team because he has like s- he's filled with such like feral nervous energy that he's like <laughs> really fast and like really quick, but everyone like stays away from him all the other times. They're <laughs> like we're keeping you around because you're good at this, but also you're terrified. <laughs> yeah, like he's supposed to be a jock, but like I I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I I don't even know what he plays. What does he play? What is I don't he know. To I play? assume like football because of the no, rugby frankly reference. it's probably like fucking lacrosse like his family was bougie, yeah that's there. true yeah well yeah i mean he could maybe soccer because you don't have to be tall could be soccer, soccer you know? yeah it would be horrible to play soccer or any outdoor sport in texas in texas oh, in the yeah. fall and spring like i oh would die God. i would melt yeah. anyway so anyway so alex alex doesn't take it lying down this time no he books with his own emergency credit card for the first time <laughs> 
He booked the private jet. Yeah. He's like to his like security guard. He's like, can you see whether there are any charity events that I can go to? And then they're like, no, I can't find any last minute charity events. <laughs> he's like, fine. I'll use my private credit card. He has to pay for the guard to come with him. And how does that work? I, like, because obviously it makes sense. Like if it's a personal expense, you should use your own money. But you're like required to have security. So do you have to – so he has to pay for the security guard's ticket, but I'm assuming he's not paying his salary. You know what I mean? Like, so why – Yeah, but the security guard would be getting paid no matter whether he's in the United States or not. Well, sure. But then, like, well, why does he have to pay for his ticket? Because he's required to bring it with him. You know what I mean? It's one thing the West Wing didn't cover, interestingly enough. Yeah. And Henry's <laughs> Henry's hot guard slash personal manservant or whatever, Sean, who, like, we've gotten commentary on his butt throughout this book. Just note that. Have we? Uh, I didn't know that. Did Alex not. is constantly, like, how Sean and his cute butt. No, that's why, that's why I was so confused in the first beginning of this book because I was like, how does Alex not realize, like, he's constantly throwing in, like, flirty jokes about Sean, like, flirty jokes about Henry, like, about, like, oh, should we fuck? Like, should maybe we should like you know and i'm like how it's like it seemed just so, it seemed so much like alex was the one who knew he was bi and was like feeling it out with henry and henry wasn't going to be the one who had to come to the realization like he's so oblivious because henry like wasn't inappropriate at all like i don't know but anyway sean shows up and he's like don't fucking make a scene and alex is like i will fucking make a scene if you don't let me in this fucking house and sean's like all right you got me there like you got me there I do not want TMZ on my ass. Anyway, he lets him in. And the reason they get in is because it turns out that Zara and him are secretly dating. Oh, yeah. And she, like, called in a favor. So like, they're you're engaged fuck- at this point. Yeah. Like, they're literally – And Oh, wait, wait, wait. This isn't the favor that she calls it. She calls it a favor right, later. Right, right, But they're dating. But yeah. just, like, the nerd – And then she's, like, yelling at Alex for, like, dating Henry. But I'm like, isn't this also, like, kind of – I don't know. Like, yeah, but she's like, we keep it thing. separate. She's like, we have very firm boundaries. Yeah, and then but- at one point, she's like, when they do get engaged, she's like, I got such a big rock because like he knew about you and Henry and didn't tell me. Yeah. <laughs> and I was right, like, like, I mean, firm, you know, work life boundaries. <laughs> Uh, I, don't know. I don't know if I can <laughs> so Alex finds Henry and- oh and it's raining it just it needs to be important that it is fucking rain Alex is standing in the rain in the courtyard of Kensington Palace being like Henry you motherfucker and Henry's like my my birthright is a country not happiness and I'm just like you're not even the first in line like what you're not even like, the second in line you're not even out. the third in line <laughs> right like what? And they get there in a fight. We get, oh, I, I love this. I love this. We get I love yous in the middle of an argument. I love when people say I love you for the first time, like angrily. Like they're like, why are you doing this? And they're like, because I love you. And then they're like, <gasps> and they both do it. Yeah, he's like, obviously, I've been in love with you this whole time, but like, I didn't expect you. It's it's very it's Edward. It's Edward. He's like, I didn't expect you to be so affected. Yeah. Like, I didn't think it would be that big of a deal. It's the tortured piano player. It's the tortured yeah. aristocratic piano player. Pale aristocratic piano. Player. Like, can't conceive of other people. Once again, can't conceive of other people having the same depth of like emotion. No, and I mean, like, I do remember thinking like that as a kid, so I don't know. But like, basically, like, well, but that's like a childhood development thing. Like when you like, there's like a childhood development marker where you like realize that other people have external lives. So Henry's like, you have to leave. And Alex is like, I'll leave as soon as you tell me to leave. And I was like, I love a good threat. And Henry's like, I I can't say it. (laughs) And then they have like goodbye slash like makeup Alex is like I'm not sure like what this sex is but like it's very frantic and then he wakes up and Henry's gone 
And he's like, oh, no. But like, but he, like his coat, his Burberry coat is still here. So I know he can't <laughs> he have gone far. Yeah. His and coat. then and his signet comes, ring, too. Is yeah, oh, that's, the it's counter. the ring. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. And then Henry comes back in with like tea and crumpets, which is like very nice. Delicious. And he's like, I just ran into Philip. He, he's like, he's like completely like, like shocked that he's like, Philip was eating just toast, plain toast. <laughs> have you ever seen My someone eat toast without anything on it? Yeah, harrowing, truly. <laughs> and Alex is like, all right, stop fucking deflecting. Like, get to the point. Like, what's going on here? And Henry's like, basically, I realized that, like, Philip's life kind of sucks. Like, it's not that he's unhappy. He's just, like, fine. He's, like, very deeply fine. Like, his whole life is yeah. fine. And, like, that's not good enough for me. Like, I'm – Yeah. Like, he's like, I've been thinking about this the whole time, like, since the Olympics. <laughs> Which is when they originally met. Like it's taken him a long time to get through this, but it's finally gotten through. And then they so they go to that they have like a romantic like secret after hours night at the VNA Museum because apparently the Victoria and Albert Museum, because like apparently Henry's parents did that for them as a kid. And I was sitting here and I was thinking back to our episode on Royal Holiday. And I was like, if I had a nickel for every time a modern day British royal romance right. had a couple sneak into the V&A museum late at night, I'd have two nickels, which isn't a lot, but it's weird that it happened twice. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why is it always, there's so many museums in London. Why is it always the V&A museum? <laughs> the closest one. I don't no, know. Every time not- you say V&A, I, I hear BNA, which is the Nashville airport. <laughs> I keep oh. thinking of that time. <laughs> time i was on the first ever direct flight from nashville to london oh my god yeah so they go on and they look at a bunch of gay statues and alex takes a picture of henry in front of a gay statue and is like i'm taking a picture of a national gay landmark and also a statue and i was like yeah that's good that's top tier flirting right there mm-hmm. and they find out that gran won't give back this like indian tiger <laughs> Oh my god! Well, just one of the many things that like the British won't give back (laughs) to people—the long list. Um, But Henry does give Alex his signet ring, and Alex puts it on his little key necklace, his little Zoe one hundred and one key necklace. Because this whole time, ever since his mom became president, he's been wearing the key to like his house in Texas around his neck. Yeah, and it's unclear why they couldn't like ever go back for a visit, but. Whatever. I think he just he's like I'm gonna go back when like it's all over like yeah. that I can like finally like feel like I'm normal again yeah yes then Henry comes out to Philip it does not go does, well it doesn't go well yeah like Philip's like don't worry we can like pay some girl to marry you still like, oh, like, don't worry <laughs> and yeah um so Henry's like having sort of like a he has like a panic attack like about you know he's just very unhappy about this um and basically just like a few days after that well first there's leaked security footage so alex goes back to the u.s and they're you know once again writing their goddamn love emails as if they're not about to be like exposed to the whole world and first what happens is that security footage of them like going into a hotel room together at the dnc Mm -hmm. thing leaks and so they try to spin this whole like dating narrative where henry and june are dating and alex and are dating and like that works for like a bit that's the point at which i was like wait a second so like it's totally fine for june to date henry like no big deal at all so like this whole like political influence thing is not even an issue no um and they do that but, but then like, they, they can't like, bear somehow, to be apart. 
Yeah, so like June, June and Henry go on a date, and but then like Henry meets them in a back alleyway, or in Alex meets them in a back alleyway in a, in a car. car, and then like Henry gets in the car with Alex, and they kiss, and he's like, "It's fine, it's tinted windows." Yeah, and then it turns out that he forgot about the fucking windshield. Yeah, so there's someone like footage t- of them. Yeah, with a kissing. Long yeah, and then they release the email. Like everything gets leaked. Yeah, that picture, the emails, everything. There's like you know terrible news coverage. They're like President Diaz like won't be able to be impartial on traditional family values. Like okay, so like what if all her kids were straight? She still no, wouldn't it's be. So, like, it makes yeah. no sense. Um, no, I mean it's like, like very, it's it's like the homophobe. Everyone's being homophobic. And people are like, oh my twelve year old daughter down. has been crying all day. She's <laughs> dreamt of marrying Henry since she was a little girl. She's heartbroken. <laughs> Like, bitch, your 12-year-old daughter was never gonna marry Henry. First of all, he's like, like, I don't understand. Like, like, like oh, she's, she's a peasant. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so everyone sucks. Of course, it's an email stand- scandal. At one point, Alex's mom asks Alex if he's okay, and I was frankly shocked that she did this because nothing about her character up until this point would indicate that she would take the time to ask if he was okay. We'll give a pa- little PowerPoint. Um, and but like throughout this all, like Alex is like, yeah, this really sucks, but like, I am finally happy to be like able to openly like claim Henry's like mine. (laughs) Yes, he's like, I consider the number of times that I've considered like branding his butt just so that like people would know (laughs) is insane. Like, I'm fine. I'm glad I don't have to do that because I was getting real close. Like, I'm from Texas. We like branding, (laughs) branding cattle. It's like, how do you feel about branding? Well, you know, you feel so bad for the cows, but you got to do it or they get lost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and then it's like, oh, no, I, I meant, like, I meant like, like social media. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So then Buckingham Palace goes dark and they're not answering anyone's emails. And this is when Zara uses her secret engagement to Henry's valet, Sean, <laughs> to get Henry and Alex in a room together at Buckingham Palace. Mm-hmm. And once again, Alex discovers that he has friends. He's like, oh, my God, Zara's my friend, too. <laughs> yeah, right. And he's like, wow, like, Zara seems ready to physically overpower Sean if necessary. <laughs> like, <laughs> God. Um, so Which is, all, like, great. Yeah. So basically – so yeah, they show up and who makes a surprise appearance? But Princess Margaret, which is Henry's mom. And she's, like, finally ready to her name to Princess Margaret? Yeah, I thought it was Margaret. What else would her name be? I don't know. I didn't write it down. I just called her Henry's mom, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. She shows up and she's finally ready to like go to bat. Well, no, she shows up at first and Henry calls her out. Henry's like, hey, guess what? You have been a shitty mom since dad died and you've let like grandma and Philip do this to me. So like just letting you know you're responsible. And then like, you know, she's like, wow, I have been a shitty mom. Time to be a good mom. Right. Reverse 10 years of damage or yeah. however many years it's been. They all get in a room together. The Queen, Philip, B, Henry, and Alex. Well, the Queen hasn't shown up yet. It's just Philip trying to chew Henry out. And Henry responds. <laughs> I just need to read this full quote because it's excellent. <laughs> He's like, what are we even defending here, Philip? What kind of legacy? What kind of family that says, we'll take the murder. We'll take the raping and the pillaging and the colonizing. We'll scrub it up nice and neat in a museum. But oh, no, you're a bloody poof. That's beyond our sense of decorum. <laughs> so roast him. And the queen shows up and she's like, you know, I've heard about this interesting thing where you can like because of the way the computers are nowadays, even if they have pictures, you can basically say that it's fake. Like, what do you think about that, Henry? The queen 
is described just like I was imagining Miranda Priestly. Like she's described as like tall, looks surprisingly young for her age, has like gray, like stylish, like pixie cut. I was like, Miranda Priestly is the queen oh. in this canonical universe. I missed that description because I just like pic- I just like inserted queen. Picture Elizabeth. the actual queen. No, because yeah. I was like surprised because she's described as like tall and thin. And Are it's you like specific- sure you're not mixing up the description of the mom because when yes. the mom was first described, yes. I was like, because she's described like that, like she's like an older woman. Well, it's her mom with cuff jeans. Yeah, I don't know. But I was like, oh, the queen's in jeans. Like that's weird. No, 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 no. But you know, the queen is described as Miranda Priestly, and I was like, I accept it. Head canon accepted. <laughs> um, and she's like, Yeah, we can basically just say it's a deep fake. And Henry's like, No, it was real. And she's like, Well, in that case, like, we can just I don't know, I forget what else she like wants to do. She's like, We can get you married off immediately. Like, and Henry's like, No, I'm not fucking doing that. She's like, You have to produce heirs. And again, I'm like, Why? Why? Why does yeah. why? Why does he have to produce heirs? There's no reason that he There's has no to produce reason. heirs. Like it's I don't absurd. There's so many people. Like I don't There's so under, many yeah. people before him. Like it it doesn't make any sense. Like yeah. even if Philip gets killed off, there's B. Then there's like yeah, I don't know. And then they're having the argument and they get like a notification that there's like all these like protests like globally, like oh yeah, basically like emot- pride parade yeah. supporting well, them. The grandma's like um, she, she's like, even if like some people are like okay with this, like you can't imagine that the majority of our supporters would like ever be okay with this. Like they're all, I can't imagine they'll ever want to let you into children's hospitals again. Which oh I was my like, god, wow. I was like, that grandma, was grandma. I was like, the French had the right idea in that. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, and then B just pulls out her phone and starts playing at top volume this like BBC news report that's like people around the world are like supporting Henry and Alex, and then Princess Margaret gets up and like throws open the windows and like a symbolic like dramatic show. reveal yeah and there's like all there's a huge crowd like alex is like it's not quite as many as the royal wedding but it's close like outside like all supporting them yeah and i was just like how did they they were like yeah we came around the back so we didn't realize i'm like how did you not is this not like a security that like would you not immediately be told if there's like hordes of people like protesting outside your front no, door because because well no because the way buckingham palace works protesting, is that there's but- there's frankly always hordes of people outside Buckingham Palace. Oh, okay. Like, and they they have like the trooping of color several times a day, which like mm. gets super crowded. Like, that's a, and they have like a big gate. You know what I mean? That's like mm. a common. Like, that's how they do it. Yeah, and the queen was trying to hide it. That's why she had them coming through the back. She was Whoa, trying to like hide this wow. from them. Sneaky, and I was sneaky, like, sneaky, like, sneaky yeah. Miranda Priestly queen. Yeah. <laughs> like, I see what's happening. <laughs> And basically, oh, it's um, Princess Catherine. Oh, Catherine. Her name is Princess Catherine. Catherine. Yeah, because I capitalized yeah. Cat. Yeah, I was like, it's but not I, Princess Margaret because that's a real person. I, yeah, but that's why I was like questioning. Like the the grandma was like, you can't imagine that the majority of our like people would support this, and like no one questions that. So which is definitely not true. But well, yeah, but Princess again, Catherine, like the monarchist versus Cat, like yeah, yeah, Catherine. And then she <laughs> whips out. out. She whips out. She was like, hey, bitch. I'm going to get Parliament to do a fucking Regency. How about that? Like, we're going to put you in the old queen folks yeah, she's home. like, I know. Yeah. Like, you've been forgetting names. Like, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> like, I'm going to fucking come after you. Like, <laughs> we did it 200 years ago. We can do it now, baby. Like, I'll take right. you out at the knees, bitch. Yeah. And then the queen falls in line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and... <laughs> She's like, yeah, she's fine, ready. And yeah, there's like all these like um protests and shit and everyone's like, supporting I don't know, only, there's like a that say history, huh? Yeah. And like there's murals and like Han the and Leia mural that popped up. Yeah. 
Yeah, because at one point in their emails, they compare themselves to Han and Leia. Um, And then, like, the next big thing that happens is, like, so Nora has, like, gone off the radar this whole time. We find out, like, she's just been – Alex is like, wow, that kind of sucks. Like, after everything I'm going through or whatever, and, like, they're – for some reason, they're like, completely ready to, like, judge her. But it turns out it's because she got this huge file leak info dump from, like, an anonymous source and she's been, like, going through it for, like, three days straight. And then hacking into the Richards campaign, basically. She's like, I've been doing, like, I've been on some Matrix bullshit for the past three days. Well, like, that's what now she was I'm saying. ready. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she was sent stuff and then she did further yeah. digging. And it turns out that the Richards campaign, like, set Alex and Henry up. Like, they were the ones behind everything, behind, like, they hiring hired a the PI. People. They had them yeah, hacking yeah. emails. Right. And we also find out that Henry and June's, like, code names are Blue Bonnet and Barracuda, which I thought was funny. But. <laughs> What is Which the I don't point? understand. Was that an inside joke that I missed? I don't know. Like one of them, I don't even know who says it. They're like, oh, I can't believe you picked that. Like, I don't know which one. Because the worse. Secret Service agent is like Blue Bonnet and Barracuda on are the on way. The move. Yeah. Which I, what is the point of those code names, honestly? Because like, yeah, maybe on a one-off, it might keep it secret. But if you're like a foreign government, if you're someone who's like tapping in and like listening into like White House security, you're going to figure that out really fucking quick. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, oh, every yeah, time yeah. they say Blue Bonnet, Alex is on the way. Or like every time they say whatever, like, I don't understand what that does, to be honest. Yeah, so they were like, who in the campaign could have sent us to this? And there's like the emails, like this obscure thing of numbers and letters <laughs> that like refers to, what was it, the Five Guys oh, order yeah. that Rafael Luna like ordered three times a week when Alex was on his campaign and that Alex had memorized. And like this obscure thing that Alex is like, yeah. of course, like it was Rafael Luna who sent this. And right. then like Rafael Luna like – Confirm. They leak it to the press, and Rafael Luna like anonymously is like, "Yeah, it's all true." And that just because because basically like the mom is like, "I'll protect you with immunity if you help me t- if you help me like take down Richards." And like, how is that legal? Like that just seems really sca- like obviously they're in the right here in this situation, but like isn't is that is that allowed? Well, is- you can like whistleblowers get immunity from prosecution, right? Sure, I know, but it seems like. They're the gonna, they're that, gonna, they're gonna prosecute the that, him. Like this no, isn't just like a thing. Right, but the way they, fra- like the fact that it's your political opponent, like the fact that it's phrased as like, "Help me take out my political opponent, and I'll protect you with immunity." Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. Not, I mean, it's take down. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I, know. I mean, that's not what it anyway. is. Like, yeah. yeah. Alex has to address the nation, and Henry is there, like standing at his shoulder, like a goddamn like Victorian couples painting, like just stoically with like one hand on his. <laughs> I was just like I get like the purpose of this imagery but it's like I feel like if I saw that on TV I'd be like this is the silliest shit I've ever seen yeah I don't know <laughs> and, so silly. Well, and like somehow like we get like a little snippet from some like podcast political podcast and like they're basically like oh like the fact that Richard set this up like proves that Alex didn't actually do anything wrong but I'm like what was Alex supposed to have done wrong to begin with and like how does this prove anything they kept confused. it a secret I don't know. That they like, well, because they're like, oh, they didn't actually use any like funds. Like, I guess that was part of the issue is that they potentially use like taxpayer money, but they didn't. So, like, I guess yeah. I don't know. They finished going through I the don't emails. Know. Whatever. They're in the clear. I feel like you can't look too closely at this. Like, I feel like you're just like, yeah, right. it's like obviously it's going to be bad if something like this happens. So, like, that's all you kind of got to uh, do. And then Alex finally goes to confront Luna. And Luna reveals that he interned for Richards, who tried to sexually assault him and then, like, blackmailed him with his, like, with his, like, undocumented family and, like, all this other shit so he couldn't tell anyone. And, like, he's done this to a lot of other interns. And so Luna was like, I joined his campaign 
as a secret espionage mission. They take him down. And he's like, I was a triple agent. I'm like, wait, isn't that the definition of a double agent? What's the triple? Like, I where, just, how are you getting the extra agent? I just, I'm like, this is insane. I was like, there's no reason yeah. for you to do this. Yeah. Oh, he's like, you. I couldn't tell anyone because like, you would have tried to stop me. And I'm like, would they though? Like, I don't know. You should have been stopped. No, because I'm thinking about like, yes, ultimately he was what took Richards down. But A, it's still like, skipping ahead briefly like it the election is still incredibly close so it really isn't that effective and right. b he has still spent months giving speeches and rallies and support for this man mm-hmm. and i just feel like that's not something that you can erase with like one hacking scandal story you know right. like like, it was like that like member of the family and like yeah. especially like people of people of you like people like him like he's like their like quote-unquote diversity like voice like he's gay mm-hmm. he's latino i just feel like there's a lot there's a lot you have to undo and i just feel like he ultimately caused more damage like far more right <laughs> i didn't even think of it like that yeah i have no idea like you've been you've been like stumping for him for months. Right, right. Publicly. Very publicly. Right. Yeah. I mean, and listen, like, I empathize with Luna. Like, that's a very traumatic thing to happen to you. And that's yeah. horrible. And, like, having to, like, not being able to say anything about it. And, like, knowing that he's doing it to other people. And, like, Richards at one point announced, like, a youth, a Congress, like, youth initiative or whatever. So Luna was like, oh, no. Yeah. Convoluted scheme that in real life probably would have done more harm than good but i feel like definitely did more harm than good in like in world in book world too like considering how close it is you know well that's what i was thinking like the whole time because they were like oh like it'll be such a big deal that richard's like infiltrated this or whatever but i'm like i don't like none of richard's supporters would care that he like did this illegally you know they would be like oh like you know yeah alex's dad is like he says, like, I don't think this election is going to hinge on an email server. Meanwhile, I'm sobbing into my fucking pillow. Like, oh, Oscar. I was like, Casey, this happened. You wrote this after 2016. <laughs> why well, would you yeah, put that in there? <laughs> yeah. So why would you hurt me like this, Casey? So basically a bunch of things happen at once. Alex and Henry take official royal portraits. Mm. Henry, it turns out, is now starting. He's not joining the military, which has apparently been like a threat this entire time. Yeah. He's going to be starting LGBTQ youth shelters worldwide. Because like Pez, him and Pez were like starting that because Pez is super like rich and whatever. But like Pez signed it all over to him. So he's doing it. And one of them's in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And now Alex is like, hmm, I took the LSAT, not on page, but I did take it sometime over the course of this book. Right. And um, I could go to law school and I'm going to go, maybe I could go to NYU. My and like, I just, there. <laughs> every time a book character goes to NYU, I die a little inside because every time it's presented as if like, it's the only school in New York City. And I was like, Alex, why? But even like law school wise, I was like, why would you go to like NYU over Columbia? Like it's well, right there. It's implied that he like needs the connection to get in anyway. Like, he's, he's the not- fucking first son. Yeah. He's the first son. He's going to get anywhere. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Are you insane? I, I just, but it's like a such, it's such a thing. And it's yeah, a thing with Quasi McQuiston too about like the NYU thing is on the same category for me as like people being like obsessed with brooklyn and like idealizing brooklyn mm. listen nyu 
picked its strategy and just went all in. Like they are like it's working for them. You know, they somehow have this reputation it. as like this amazing. Yeah, but it's there. It's the celebrity thing. And like, who's who's to say that that doesn't extend to like giving book authors a little something to do that to like push it? Just, oh man, yeah. I just like really. Alex would go to NYU. Like you know, it, it checks out. He no, is, like, I know. Celebrity. But like, I was like, but I was just like, he doesn't even consider Columbia. He doesn't even consider. Or like, there's of, many other schools. I mean, they're not. Probably but I'm talking about like if we're talking about like top tier yeah. law schools. Yeah, yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> and 90 percent of the time, it's not even an author who went to NYU. So I'm like, oh, what no. is what is your fucking boner for NYU? I don't understand. <laughs> I it's not it's not me pitying Columbia. It's my hatred of my deep seated <laughs> hatred of NYU. Yeah. Anyway, and then oh yay, and then Alex is um still popular in Texas. It's just important to know. Not not the Texas has Texans haven't turned against him for being yeah. gay. So that's exciting. And then June gets her memoir book deal, to which I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and so did that happened. Okay. I guess June's writing a memoir for some yeah. reason. And then finally, it's election night. Woohoo! And like, it all comes down to Texas. Henry shows up and he's wearing a tie with the yellow rose of Texas, which is very like I appreciate a man yeah. who like plans his details, his outfits down to like that level of detail. Yeah, really great. <laughs> and then Liam shows up too, and Alex is like, "Wow, like he's tall, broad, broad shouldered, sweet faced, and scruffy. Like I'm so mad. I had such a specific type of guy, and I didn't even realize it until now." <laughs> like, <laughs> Um, and then it's all coming down. Like the mom calls June and is like freaking out. And she's like, you need to write me a con- – I need like your help to write a concession speech like just in case. Like don't – like girl, what? Wouldn't you have a concession speech ready to go no matter what? Like that just seems like yeah. pro- like basic. Like why wouldn't you do that? And also like it seems like you're tempting fate if you don't, you know, like – Yeah. I don't know. But June is like, but, no, you're going to win. And then, yeah. of course, she does win. She wins the presidency because she wins Texas. And Texas Woo-hoo. goes blue for the first time since, who is it, Jimmy Carter? And I just started – I started stress cleaning um, because of the world that we live in. <laughs> the different world that these characters live in. Um, and then Henry's like, oh, I bought a brown shirt in Brooklyn. And I'm yeah, like, I bet you did. Right. No, I was in Brooklyn two days ago and um, I was in like a nice neighborhood of Brooklyn and I was like walking and like the street, like it really reminded me of like the street in our hometown, like the main street in our hometown. Like, it yeah. was just, it felt very quiet. Like there were old buildings and I was like, wow, Brooklyn. And then like just out of curiosity, when I was like back on the train, I looked up like the rent for like a studio apartment there. Guess how much? Like a million a month. $3,500 a month for oh, wow. a studio. Go, good for me. Wow. Wow. For a studio apartment. Wow. And then I just died. Like I contemplated – it was an above-ground subway. I contemplated oh my God. and heating myself off the bridge <laughs> because of New York rent <laughs> prices. I was very upset. <laughs> anyway, they all live happily ever after in a beautiful world in which women can be president in the United States. Woohoo! Woohoo! Twice. <laughs> Yeah, which women get elected twice. We confirmed once again that I would have no interest in being president or president, no. child, presidents, any. No, like, it just seems very. President uncle would be fine, I feel like. Like, that's cool chill. Uncle. Yeah. Cool like, single uncle who just like shows up at all yeah. the parties. Or aunt. Like, I mean, you get all the perks, but wine like, don't. aunt. <laughs> yeah, they probably don't know who you are, you know? The White House wine aunt. All right. Time chill. for the cat scale. 
So we have we have well we have Princess Catherine. I don't know how it's spelled C A T or K A T. I think it's either K-A-T. way. Like it counts either way. Um, we have Mr. Wobbles. Excellent. Not enough screen. Not yeah. enough page presence for no, Mr. Wobbles. Definitely frankly. not. We have the name Beatrice, which feels very cat-like to me. Like Nora's definitely a cat. June is a cat. Alex is a cat. Uh, or no alex is those dogs that you were that you were (laughs) so like he'll bite bite you you. (laughs) stupid and bite you (laughs) very cute (laughs) they're not stupid they're fucking no they're they're smart vicious they will rip apart one of them was a hero allison oh my gosh i didn't i don't think i told you about this so she was looking so it was getting dark right but we hadn't closed the blinds yet and she was looking in the reflection and i thought she was being so stupid and barking at herself like her reflection like i thought she thought that was like another enemy dog but then i looked out in the woods dobby our neighbor's old very old basset hound you know who i'm talking about yes yeah he was wandering around in the woods. He was lost. So she Aww. like alerted us and I went out and got him and they were like looking for him. And wow. I returned him to his owners. She was a hero. I know. Wow. Yeah. No, she was just defending her territory. Well, she alerted <laughs> us. So he would get like, vicious. you know, he could have wandered off into those yeah, woods. But she, and been, like, she didn't do it out of concern for Dobby. <laughs> you don't know like, that. You don't help. It's very hard to with this dog because she would also randomly bark. Like so for some reason, like if mom would come out of, the, of his room for the first time in the morning, she would like bark viciously at him, but oh then um, like run up, but then immediately just like roll on her back and be like, scratch my stomach. So <laughs> insane. Yeah. Little dog. Dogs anyway. are truly insane. Yeah. Anyway, oh. Alex is a little dog. Henry's a cat, though. Cat who rides horses and has a pet dog. So I would say this is book very medium cat scale, despite that. Like not a lot of cat. Eh, some cat vibes and some explicit cat. I do feel. I do feel like the the absolute drama of the emails like gives at least a point. <laughs> Why? Just feel like that would be a very if cats had opposable thumbs, they would be writing dramatic. <laughs> emails, have zoom lenses. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You meant like yes. a scandal, but yeah. It's definitely. like that. It's like that cat meme that's like, my owner decided to starve <laughs> me today. I do not. <laughs> I only got one can of wet food yes. instead of three, and also dry food, and also a mouse. But nevertheless, <laughs> I tried. Yeah. I tried to defend my owner from the couch by scratching it. But she got angry at me instead. Nobody here appreciates me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the like the emails are definitely. Yeah. yeah, they are. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Like these dramatic, like especially like four in the morning emails. Right. Like that's yeah. what they are. <laughs> They're so fucking dramatic. So flowery. Yeah. The late night calls waking each other up like late at night. <laughs> all right. Cascale. Yeah. All right. Uh, three, three, two, two one, one, six. Six. Nice. nice. Finally didn't do a 0.5, which I feel like we've been doing like endless I think we agreed last time, whatever it was. Yeah. Hey, Allison, where can they find us? Fuck you. Uh, that's where you can find us. <laughs> Fuck you o'clock. <laughs> no. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at We Read It One Night. On Twitter at We Read It Podcast. And you can email us, We Read It One Night at gmail.com. And you can also leave us a rating and review wherever you listen if they allow ratings and review. Notably, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Even more notably, Apple Podcasts lets you write a physical review. And if you would like to leave a review after listening to this episode to do a, be part of a little, little inside joke club that you've listened to this episode, like a little wink, wink, nudge, nudge, which is very gay. <laughs> so like if you want to do like this Pride Month, celebrate Pride Month by giving us <laughs> a wink, wink, <laughs> nudge, nudge through Apple Podcast reviews, you can – what can they do, Rachel? Oh, um – do we just want to do like what what royal would you most want to fuck like internationally? Yeah. 
yeah, what just yeah. like say the name you don't have to say this is who i want to fuck in case like you know you don't want that like how on the internet but just like put their name just be like i think this person i think this prince twink of denmark who like in one our hottest royal poll yeah, um like i think he clams. would enjoy this episode <laughs> you know i think amelia windsor we're all we will also accept like nobility like if they have if they have a title right gotta right. have a title yeah who is yours rachel who would you fuck oh man like none of them none of the options were really that good what about like, the that, prince of the guy from Bhutan? Bhutan? yeah he was pretty yeah yeah he's pretty fit he's pretty sweet yeah i can't remember his name but honestly in 10 years i'd go for the twink when he becomes no longer a twink, like what is he, Prince Nikolai? We should probably stop calling him a twink. Prince Nikolai. <laughs> he's of not Denmark. twink. He's just a little like he's just he's a Timothy little, Chalamet. He's not he's Timothy yeah, Chalamet. He's not all the way done cooking. Like, no, but that's my thing. Is I think in ten he's years, a baby. Yeah, in ten years, I would go. No, for, and, also, I mean, who was is, it? Wait, 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 wait. One of our um, was it about him or was it about another one? One of our followers on Instagram like responded to one of those polls. I don't know if you saw this because like I was responding, I was like DMing them back. She responded and she was like, yeah, I was on vacation or somewhere like in the Bahamas or something. And I met – it was either like Prince Nikolai or like one of wow. the other people. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, he was really nice. But I agree that he is like a twink or whatever. Like, yeah. It was like something like, – I'm not sure that it was him. But it was like one of them. <laughs> she was like, yeah, he was really nice. Well, when I was originally researching that poll, like I was – there's a lot – I kind of regret narrowing the options to just single royals because there's a lot of good options that are like married. And like since, you know, realistically, none of us are going to be marrying them. It doesn't really matter if they're actually <laughs> taken or yourself. not. You know what I'll I mean? Cry all night because I've been wanting to marry Prince Henry. <laughs> My God, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm 12 years old and I felt entitled to marry him. <laughs> yeah, no, Prince Carl Friedrich of Sweden, like, mm. oh, yeah, yeah he tears were shed when he got yeah. married. Those like is, queens, like Queen Reina of Spain, oh my God. Jordan of Jordan, and also the queen and also the Queen of Spain, like yeah. they're hot, super hot. Yeah, yeah, regrets. Maybe I'll do a, a married one. Separately. All the hot like, ones got like pull. snapped yeah. up. Already. Right, right, right. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't they? Yeah. So tell us what royal in your review and make sure you leave a rating and review. And also check out our merch, which is linked below. Godspeed, comrades. Godspeed. Godspeed.